and that was the biggest realization that coming to the realization with club was one thing but coming to the right realization with the college thing helped me realize that all in all this entire story what this lesson is wrapping up to be is it it was my fault the entire time and that is a good thing that is not a bad thing welcome to the vgc podcast my name is christopher Knowles, and today we are changing things up a little bit if you're an avid listener of the show or this podcast you know that most of the time i come on here every single week and talk about uh the things that you guys ask me directly the questions that you guys put in the comment section and dm me directly and i really just answer a lot of those questions but i think we are going to be shifting a little bit more into still doing a couple of those episodes uh, each month, probably two answering your question episodes uh, every month. But then the other two that will come out on Wednesdays will be more of massive and big lessons that I've learned myself through trial and error or a challenge or a setback or through growth or something good uh, throughout my entire career. I've had a somewhat long career and I've had uh, a couple ups and a lot of downs and to help share those lessons of those downs and of those upsides with you guys to hopefully relate to you guys but also help you see where you can improve and take your career into a better direction or even even better direction uh, that's what we're going to do here so just a couple updates with the podcast it'll be two episodes a week of big lessons and two episodes a week of answering questions and then every single week there will also be a little bit of a shorter episode about mindset because I feel like mindset especially with volleyball players is very not talked about it's all skills and all this stuff but if you don't have your mentality in the right spot then the skills will never figure themselves out so uh, diving in today kind of a little bit more into my story is something that I want to talk about that took me way too long to realize throughout my entire career and it's that it all everything that we want to change everything we want to get better everything that we want to be different or be better or at the highest level and we want to see change and see differently it starts with us right so throughout my entire club seasons i went to wave volleyball club then i changed over to genuine volleyball club which is now sd beach uh, and then I finished my career uh, with a couple years at Wave again. But throughout those times, I felt very like underestimated for what I was able to do on the court. Uh, when I first started playing with Wave, uh, and this is nothing bad against Wave. I love Wave. I coach there now. This is I would not be the player I am without this club. But when I first got there, uh, I was promised the world and the stars, and I'm going to be the starter, I'm going to be the star of the team, and all this amazing stuff season goes on i'm playing pretty well but then slowly after every tournament my playing time starts to shrink and i'm like okay i'm not like playing terribly so why is my playing time shrinking right i even got to a point where i was just that kid at the bottom of the bench that never touched the court right and me personally i didn't get into sports to not play right so i didn't get into volleyball to just watch other people play volleyball and so that led me into kind of my first chip on the shoulder way of playing where I left, joined a different club, and I was like kind of in that I'm going to show them mindset, right? And so that whole entire time, I was thinking, oh, it's that coach's fault. That coach's fault for not giving me playing time there. 
out to get me. They don't understand how much work I'm putting in, all that stuff. That, that kind of starts to develop. I have this chip on the shoulder mindset, went to this other team, played really well, came back to wave, got on a team, felt very proud of myself and very accomplished because I was very motivated that entire year to come back and show them that I am the player that I say I am and all that stuff. So come back onto this really amazing team, this team I won a bronze medal with at Nationals. We all did extremely well in every tournament we went to. Uh, but there was moments where I felt like I should have been playing and I wasn't, right? If you've had those moments, it's not a fun time when you're supposed to be motivating your teammates, but you feel like you're supposed to be out there in battle with them. That's, it's a difficult spot to be in. So I sat in a lot of tournaments that I felt I shouldn't be sitting out of. I thought I was the best in my position on that team. And I went back into that mentality that it's someone else's fault. It's the coach's fault. Oh, it's because they didn't give me the opportunity to work on this thing in practice, so they're not letting me do it in game, right? So it's their fault and all this stuff, right? So then coming out of my 18s year, we just won the bronze medal. Great. Still very unsettled with how the year was for me personally at that time because I wasn't playing. People were out to get me, all that stuff. Uh, so then heading into my college season, going to McKendree, heading out of college, heading out of high school, um, I was like, okay, this is my redemption story. I'm going to be on a bigger stage. I'm going to be on a stage with like playing against grown men, practically coming in at 17, playing against 22, 23 year olds. Like this is my chance to shine because if I can show that I'm the player I say I am at the college level, then I was damn well the player I was saying who I was in club, right? So that has to make sense. So this is my redemption season. So I go to McKendree promised uh these great things like i was at wave of i'm gonna like have an opportunity to play if it shows itself if that chance shows itself uh season plays out and it's the complete opposite uh i keep not playing right there's opportunities opening up and play people's or people other players are playing over me and this is just snowballing the anger and frustration that i've had throughout my entire career i was promised the moon and the stars when I first started playing at Wave, and that got taken away from me. I went on this super amazing team that I feel felt like I should have been top two, the stars on that uh, one of the stars on that team, and that kind of fell through. And now this is my redemption story to come to this school and be the guy, and I didn't even get a chance, right? So in my mind, I looked at it that all, like there's so much politics, like oh. There's so much politics in volleyball. People are out to get me. Uh, these coaches just don't understand how much work I'm putting in. I'm actually better than they think I am. All this stuff, right? But throughout my entire, throughout this couple year period, or really my entire early on in my career, just had this mentality that everyone in the world was out to get me. And it wasn't my fault, right? Most of the time it was not my fault. So then I'm going throughout this year not enjoying it. And I find this new life path, this new life goal, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to pursue that, right? And that's what I'm doing here with VGC, which is helping spread the knowledge of what I know throughout my entire career. And now I'm sharing what's happened throughout my career. So throughout this entire time, I still have this belief that it's the coaches that are out to get me. None of this is my fault. I'm putting in all this work and I'm not getting any rewards for it. Um, and so after now a couple years looking back, uh, just thinking that, oh, I'm, I was the greatest player ever. Like, 
people people were underestimating me and not letting me play not giving me a chance not giving me an opportunity and maybe in your you're in this situation as, as well just not getting that chance that you think you deserve and i totally get it i was there uh but now after looking back and now turning back into volleyball and getting my foot back in the door with playing volleyball again then hopefully transferring to another d1 program this upcoming spring uh, I've truly realized that it was all entirely my fault. Uh, this was probably the mo one of the most brutal realizations I had, but also the most freeing uh, realizations I had that it was all entirely my fault. Uh, in club, right, looking back, I didn't play because I didn't – sometimes I didn't play and it wasn't because the coaches were out to get me or they just didn't like me or whatever, all this – these stories I made up in my head. It was because I literally couldn't pass for two to three years, probably my entire club career. I could not pass at all. And that is tough to put me in the back row and play all the way around and not run like a 6-2, which is what we were running, when I can't pass, right? So me thinking, oh, it's because people are out to get me. It's because I'm too passionate and all this stuff. It's literally because I couldn't do a certain skill that's vital to the success of a team, right? Passing is critical to the success of any volleyball team. And so I looked back then and I was like, okay, well, that's why they didn't play me. I wasn't getting, I wasn't putting myself in a position to succeed and get better at passing so that I could play all the way around in my club season, right? So I had that realization that, oh, in club, I didn't play the length I wanted to or this at certain times I wanted to because I wasn't the player that could be put in that situation yet, right? So I had that realization, okay, that's fine, I get it. Club, club season could have been better if I would have been better at passing and all these other things. But still, college, they were out to get me. The coach didn't like me, she was underestimating me, whatever, right? That's, I still had that belief. Couple of months go by, I start building VGC and trying to share my knowledge and with getting back into the volleyball space, I started thinking about it a lot more. And I realized coaches weren't out to get me. Other players didn't underestimate me. It was just the fact that I was a pure hothead, right? Like I was like a bomb and the stem to the bomb was about a centimeter long. And if you light that stem, the bomb goes off, right? I was very hotheaded. Like I said, with that frustration boiling over and rolling into college of not playing as much as I wanted to at my club and then not playing at all in that first year of college when I thought I could, that is that, that frustration was boiling over into practice to where I was honestly punching lockers and getting super upset with the situation that I was in and thinking that I could have been in a, such a better situation and just getting so angry so fast and so easily. And so then when I look back on that and I'm like, okay, well, would I have played my freshman year version of myself if I was the coach? And the answer was a unanimous, flat out no. I would have not played the freshman year version of myself. And the reason that is is because, yes, I was super passionate and I still am a super passionate player. But with having that short stem to where the bomb and like that frustration would go off so quickly, and I was a college coach on basically a national stage, I would not put the reputation of my team or even just the brand of the school and what we were trying to build in the hands of a hot-headed 17-year-old that think he could conquer the world, right? So I think 
and that was the biggest realization that coming to the realization with club was one thing but coming to the right realization with the college thing helped me realize that all in all this entire story what this lesson is wrapping up to be is it it was my fault the entire time and that is a good thing that is not a bad thing it's my fault that I wasn't putting in the amount of reps that I should have been with getting better at passing in clubs so I could play all the way around, right? We had to run a 6-2 instead. I still don't like 6-2s to this day. Um, and then at McKendry, I was so emotionally off the rails that I shouldn't have played and I didn't because I would have gone off on someone and literally made a fool of myself on national television. And so looking back, those moments and those times that I thought were so negative for me of not playing of being so disappointed in myself those moments actually helped me find new ways of how to get better and how to improve and how to actually be this next level player that i truly wanted to be and that's essentially the foundation of what vgc is is uncovering the blinds of what we think sports and volleyball and what reality actually is and seeing, hey, this is what it truly is. These, these are the big lessons that a lot of players go through and what I go through. And this is how we came out of it on the other side better. This is how I came out of it on the other side better. I truly realized, hey, this time off from volleyball helped me realize all, most 90% of the things that I was doing wrong or acting incorrectly or not doing certain things right and how to make them better and how to do it better. So I put myself in a better position to be that player I wanted to be, to be that person that's actually able and willing and should be playing on a college team compared to someone who shouldn't have been playing at all and who didn't, right? So the biggest lesson here is that's, that's my story in a nutshell. Throughout these different episodes, I will go more in-depth to very big moments in club and in high school and in college that I have learned and still the lessons that I'm learning today. Uh, but that's the biggest lesson that I've gotten throughout my entire career, right? That was a very fast forward through my entire seven, eight year career uh, in 10 minutes. Uh, but that's how I kind of want to start these bigger lesson episodes is throughout my entire career and throughout my entire journey, as a volleyball player and this will still ring true as far as I play or as short as I play whatever happens uh, the biggest lesson that I've learned is that it all starts with me it all starts with you right if we want to see something different or if something's not going the way we want it to the only problem lies within ourselves the the problem isn't your coach the problem isn't your teammates the problem isn't these this situation that circumstance this this that Anything that you have in your life externally, whether it's playing time, whether your abilities, your mentality, your people you know, people you don't know, all these opportunities that lay in front of you are in direct correlation of the work that you've put in with yourself, right? It's, it's one thing to, this is something that I wish I would have done better my freshman year of college or even earlier than that, but at least my freshman year of college. I always thought that the answers were going to be in just putting in more work, right? Going to weights more, lifting heavier weights, doing more skills, uh, throwing myself in more drills in practice and all that. Like it's, it's got to be the physical stuff. But something I wish I would have done earlier on 
was do the work behind closed doors that no one saw, right? Right now, I'm sitting in my room with my dog behind me. This is where the most work has been put in in my life personally, right? I've lifted weights for three to four years, right? I've played volleyball for seven years. I've done a lot of stuff. But the most growth that I've seen and the most realizations and breakthroughs I've had have been sitting behind closed doors, behind whatever, sitting alone by myself and thinking about what can I do better, right? Because with the physicality, something that I've learned is I was heading in the wrong direction very quickly, right? Everyone sees everyone, oh, uh, this guy has these offers, he's going these places, right? All this stuff, everyone's so much further ahead than me, right? I'm going to do all these things, right? Just work on the skills and uh, uh, hit the weight room and then I'll be good, right? And those will just bring me all the answers, right? But for most people, it's not that easy. For me, even being a Division One player, it wasn't that easy. It's not like I was heavily recruited out of high school. At I think at most, I had three schools looking at me at one time. That was the most at one time. Right, like it's not always going to be a fairy tale ending of sixty offers on the table and you get to pick from the sixty best teams in Division One. That's just not. That's one percent of players get to go through that, and that's awesome for them, right? But for the rest of us that have to grind for it, the most, if if you're at that wall right now, you feel like you're hitting a wall, right? Like your skills are plateauing, your mentality just can't seem to change, right? You're having repetitive days. Things externally aren't changing. You're not playing more than you think you should be. You're not going through these experiences that you think you should be going through. You're not winning as much. The problem lies with you, right? And where you're going to find the solution to that problem is sitting in a room by yourself and hammering down, okay, what do I need to get better at? And being like rigorously honest with yourself of, hey, like I had to sit down in a room with myself and say, hey, I suck at passing. Like I'm really bad at it but I can get better at it and that's what I've been doing. I am a total hothead that is emotionally off the rails and it can get better and we're gonna work on it, right? And that's, it took me a, a year of sitting out to finally realize that and it could take you 20 minutes sitting in your room to figure that out. But I just know from my experience and from talking with a lot of other players that the biggest, you can, you can get 1% better every single day working on skills and working on your mentality and all this external stuff. But if you want those leaps and bounds of taking 20 steps, right? Or 30 steps in one step, like the distance of 30, 20 steps in one step, it comes down to how you are with yourself when you're by yourself. That's truly my honest opinion of what it is, right? And that's how you experience the most growth. So that's all in all, that's kind of my career story in a nutshell within 10 minutes my dog is sitting behind me just enjoying life uh but the biggest lesson i want to hammer home here is it all starts with you right if you want to see a difference if you want to see something changed if you want to get better at passing or a skill or you want to play more or and not have to get subbed out or not have to be that bottom of the bench kid that got promised the moon and stars and now has to sit and watch everyone else playing the sport that you thought was going to be for you in the end and you want all those things to change, it has to change with you first. It starts with you. Coaches aren't out to get you. Teammates don't, most teammates don't hate you. Coaches aren't out to get you. People don't just plan for your downfall. 
it starts with you. The only person that is causing downfalls is yourself. The only person that's limiting your playing time is you. The only person that's not allowing you to play all the way around is you, right? Because if you become inevitably and undeniably better at everything that you're not good at, results will change. If you put in more work and develop different mentalities and different perspectives and different work ethics to get different results, then your outcomes and your experiences are going to be different. That's just the truth. And so from someone who has been that bottom of the bench kid and didn't play a single second, drove all the way to Anaheim for two hours to just watch and then go home. And from and then someone who has also reached the Division One level and fallen off from the D- Division One level and now is clawing my way back, that's the biggest lesson that has always rang true, is that it's been on me and my responsibility this entire time. No matter what I told myself when I was 14, no matter what I told myself when I was 18, no matter what I told myself last year, right? It's always been on me. And that's what I want to put on you in a good way, that it's on you. Like it's not on your coaches to come save you. It's not on your teammates to come save you. It's not on your parents to go talk to your coaches to come save you. It's on you. The only person that's going to change all everything that you want to see changed is yourself, is the person you look at in the mirror. And so when you sit with yourself and you realize, hey, this is on me and I have all the power I need to go and change my results and my outcomes and my future. Like you have all the cards, all the cards in the whole deck and all the power to go and change your life and change the course of your life. If you feel like you can't reach the college level at whatever level you're aspiring to reach, there are changes that you can make with yourself to reach the college level, even if you doubted yourself. Because I've been there too. Where I've doubted myself, I don't know if I can reach the college level anymore. And I still did. And then I fell, and then I, I'm not going to say I fell off, but I stopped playing for a while. And I can still make it back because of these lessons I've learned. Not just because I'm relying on external things, I'm relying on myself to be able to put in this work that I know works and, the, and to the amount and the level that it works to get certain results. But it, none of that can happen without you saying it's on me, right? It's my fault. It's on me. I can get better. And those are all powerful statements. When it starts with I instead of you, they or he or she, when the statement starts with I can get better, that is where you will be in the most, in the strongest place of power in your whole life to change everything. That's just from my experience. I've, I've changed my entire life path by sitting in a room and saying, how can I be better? What else can I do? Rather than sitting in a room saying, they don't like me. They affected my path. They did this. They did that. It's I did this to myself. I did that. I did this. And I can change all of it because now I'm in a place of power. When you start with yourself and you start with how can I and how do I, that's where you start. And that's where it ultimately will finish of how can I do better? How could I change? How can I share what I know with everyone else to help them along this path, which is what VGC is. So uh, that is our first big lesson. Uh, If you like these shows, uh, if you like this episode, particularly with the big lessons and you want to see more of these, share it, Uh, share it with a teammate, share it with a coach, share it with a team. Whoever, the more you guys share it, the more I understand that you love these episodes and I will do more of them. 
Uh, so share this episode. Uh, I hope you got a super valuable lesson out of today's talk. And if you can't read the title or you want to know what it is again, it all starts with you. Everything. Everything starts with you. Everything starts with a how can I statement. How can I do better, get better at passing, not be the bottom of the bench kid? How can I reach college? And that will expose yourself to all the opportunities that you couldn't see before. So share this episode. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, I'm going to continue to do these every single week. Uh, always tune in. Uh, there's a bunch of really cool stuff coming your guys' way that uh, I am working on right now behind the scenes. And I hope you guys will love it in the future uh, when it comes out. But for right now, keep listening to the show. Keep sharing it. Uh, keep giving your comments and questions in our comment section or my comment section uh, on TikTok and Instagram so I can answer those every week. And uh, I will see you in the next episode. Always grow together.